Sports 1498.3 FM presents Start Your Engines. Here's your race team for today. Show producer, Ronnie Black. Track reporter and racing insider, Nelson Crozier. Former NASCAR team manager and author, Greg Moore. Now, here's your host for Start Your Engines. Racing historian and author, Perry Allen Wood. Good morning and welcome to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports 1400 in Spartanburg, South Carolina from the Beacon Driving Studios. And Ronnie, what a beautiful day. It is gorgeous out there. It is. It's been a little cooler the last few days and progressively getting hotter. But I tell you, what was it about Wednesday or something? It was 60, 61 degrees. Oh, yeah. And listen, did you happen to see what the temperatures in Europe we're doing it at this time. Yes, 109 in Paris, and you know yes. they're. Uh, I was going to touch on it later, but you know they got the, the German Grand Prix this weekend, and I heard them say it's supposed to be between 105 and 110. And that never happens. No, in in that that latitude in in Europe, my uh, late brother-in-law is Dutch, so he grew up in the Netherlands. They never had even air conditioners, mm. and so these people. Don't have the 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 wherewithal to to survive those heats like we do. Well, what they were also I saw this on the Weather Channel yesterday about uh, talking to some tourists over there, American tourists, and they um, were just thankful that they had a a place to stay with with air conditioning. Yeah, like you just said, because a lot of places don't. Yeah, doesn't yeah, even, and they yeah were hotels them, and stuff do, but but private homes as as rule don't. And that's what they were saying because they were doing this B and B thing and. Uh, um, so, uh, you know, they were letting them jump into fountains, <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. and all this stuff that they don't normally let them do. And, um, so, uh, how are you doing over there, Greg? Well, doing good. Looks like I say, been enjoying the weather. Uh, it, you know, we've had a cool front, but it is strange how we had a, a, a warm front that actually pushed through to the north and like I say, hit Europe. And, uh, I can remember going up to Nantucket. And they didn't have all that you know, the island up there right. where, where Bird of the Sun works. And they don't have that much air conditioning up there. They're more worried about keeping people warm, not right. not, not cool. And uh, I just hope, you know, that that's dangerously hot temperatures. Yeah, it is. And so it might make for some interesting racing across the pond on uh, tomorrow morning. It may do it. But listen, this weather sure is helping the tracks around here right now. Yeah, they they shouldn't have any. I didn't even see any clouds out there this morning. I don't know what it's going to be like this evening, but uh, we'll have uh, Alan in here later to tell us who all's running and probably about everybody. Uh, this might have been the weekend he was talking about that everybody was racing against yeah. each other. So uh, it's, um, it's going to be a good day, good evening to go out and... See your favorite, uh, go to your favorite track and see your favorite drivers. And speaking of favorite drivers, one of mine was always Johnny Rutherford. And I was kind of ticked off at him after the show <laughs> last week when we never could get him on the phone. But, Greg, you talked to him last week. How, how's my buddy Lone Star JR? Well, uh, I, I always wait till uh, Tuesday before I start calling people, and he picked it up on the second ring. And I told him, I said, I said, Mr. Rutherford, I said, uh, this Greg, I said, do you forget? He said, no, I didn't forget about y'all. He said, my my cell phone cracked up late Friday, and he didn't have nowhere to go get it fixed till Monday, which, and we... Well, technology is wonderful when it works. Right, but he, the, the home phone number, which I was scattering around, it added to the confusion, 
with the wrong number because <laughs> I wrote it so bad and Berta couldn't read it back off. But, I wonder uh, what the people who I left the phone messages with thought. <laughs> you know, I've been thinking about that. But, but being just the same area code, they probably, I'm sure they've heard of Johnny Rutherford. It's probably, probably the talk of the whole town if it's a small town close to Rutherford. So I don't think there's no damage done there. Well, we're going to have him, though. We're going to have him on. He said he'd come on a little bit later on in the... Actually, I think he said he'd come on whenever we wanted him to, but we're going to we're gonna hold off a couple of weeks because we're, we're, we've sort of got some things planned that uh, in advance, as, as long as they answer the phone when we call them. Yep. But um, today, we've got somebody I've been wanting to have on the show since we started, and that was uh, since I got to know Alan and... And he started doing the local rundown, and um, and he mentioned about every week there earlier in the year that uh, Wally Fowler would win this and win that and take two cars and win both races and everything. And and I've heard of Wally, you know, I can't say all my life, but for an awful lot of it around the short tracks here. And so we're going to have Wally on today at 11 o'clock. That should be fun. It should be a lot of fun to talk to Wally Fowler. And at... 1020, our Legends guest is going to be Tim Leeming. And if you don't know Tim, Tim is out of uh, Columbia, South Carolina, and he's a journalist and does a very, very popular and well-produced and, and done um, racing talk show. Not a whole lot different from ours, except for the fact that, if I'm not mistaken, his is 100% history. I don't think he gives a hoot about who won last week or what's going on today. He might. I can ask him about that, or we can ask him, but I, I know that uh, we were supposed to have Tim on the day that all heck broke loose when the uh, the phones went out. In fact, uh, he was coming on right after Nelson, and we had Nelson on hold when the, the power went out, and the phones went, we lost the phones, and about the same time, Hannah called me up and said she'd passed out at work. So it was a, oh, that, that was a rough. Oh yeah, night. that was that was an interesting weekend. That was an interesting Saturday, and and uh, Tim got got uh, bumped from that week, and then we were going to have him another week, and and I something. Oh, it was last week when and Gene Hobby passed away, and I wanted to do the Gene Hobby tribute. So Tim was nice enough to come on, and he did his own tribute. Uh, to uh, Gene Hobby a few days before ours. But we'll have Tim on, on at 1020 and um, should be an interesting show. He's I think a good so. guy. Harry introduced me to him uh, at some historical events. Probably been eight years ago, nine years ago. Been a long time. Super nice guy. Real knowledgeable about historic racing. And like I say, he's got a, he's got a great radio show and uh, a good following and he, he thinks about the same way we do. So I mean, he's a, he's a he's a good guy. It's gonna be fun to talk to him. And he did race. And um, he, his hero was Richard Petty. And for a long time, now I don't don't know when he quit doing this, but he would show up at these old timers events, practically dressed like Richard Petty. He had a big old cowboy hat on <laughs> with the, with the feathers and everything, and sunglasses. And uh, it was sort of like you, Ronnie. I didn't know what the, the rest of his head looked like for a long, long time. So, uh, but he quit doing that. He dropped that a few years ago. And the other big news I thought was pretty interesting was that we actually picked a winner last week. Really? We didn't. Um, Alan Hill did. Yeah. He picked Harvick. Harvick won the race. And I'm the only one that hadn't picked a winner yet. So, you know, I may, I may start going first and getting real ugly about this thing. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, that's all right. Greg, you're still out front because you had that streak of picking uh, Kyle Bush and... 
you got away from it. Of course, Kyle hadn't won, I don't think, since you were on that hot streak with him, maybe once. But you got three wins, and I think Nelson's got two, and Ronnie and Allen have one, one, and I got none. So we have to do a little bit better with that. I think the cat got 14. Mm. So we need to start doing the podium finish. Uh, like first, second, third, and then figure the point from that. No, well, you want to start doing it? No, no. Well, then we're going to stick with one point, one, <laughs> one win, one point. And, uh, and that's going to be the best way for that's me to best, keep up with it. I know that. Way. But, uh, yeah, they ran last week at Loudon, New Hampshire. And actually, pretty interesting um, finish because... It came down to Harvick and Hamlin, and Hamlin's, uh, you know, he's been lamenting ever since the end of that race that he didn't, he didn't drive a Harvick a little rougher. He sort of, I won't say he gave him a break, but he didn't, he didn't go after him and and hold his position and fight quite as dirty. I, I think I don't know another way to put it. Uh, it's not really dirty. It's racing, especially mm-hmm. on a mile track like that and flat banks and. You know, coming down for the win, um, Harvick hadn't won a race yet this year until last week. And, yeah, he needed the win. And Hamlin's already won two, including the Daytona 500. So, uh, Harvick needed it, I think, worse than and Hamlin's kind of what it, what it amounted to. So, uh, um, Harvick got the win. Hamlin was second. Eric Jones in the other Gibbs car was third. Ryan Blaney f- was fourth. And in a real good finish... For the Levine family was Matt D. Benedetto, who had a legitimate fifth-place finish. Sixth was Truex. Seventh, Ryan Newman. Eighth was Kyle Busch. Ninth was my man, Logano. And tenth was uh, Nelson's man, uh, Brad Keselowski. So, it was a good race. And I didn't realize it, but since uh, they did some shuffling, and they're really going to shuffle them next year, but since they shuffled the schedule around a little bit and gave Las Vegas a second race... Loudon only has one, so this is, that was the only trip. So they won't be back up to the to Connecticut, but they will come pretty close next week when they go to Watkins Glen, which is one of my favorite races. And I know you should have some fond memories of that place too. It's been real good to the Moore family. Yeah, really has a long time ago, not recently, but but y'all ran good there. Yeah, well, we had more success. Uh, I've, you know, we we won it with Billy Wade, who. You know, this is a fantastic driver. It's a shame we lost him early, but uh, but no, we had a lot of success here with the Trans Am division, right? And uh, you know, that's not NASCAR, but that is the Trans Am a very big big deal as far as road racing here in America. So it's been a good place. I always have liked it. Well, you probably don't remember the 1957 race since you were just born. You weren't even one year old race, but. Buck Baker won it in Bud Moore's car the first year they ever ran Watkins Glen, period. Well, And then they didn't come back till 64 when Wade won it. So, actually, at one time, y'all had two in a row. Well. Seven years apart, but. Well, like I say, Perry, you you know, you, you're about 15, 20 years older than me, and, and you can remember this stuff. <laughs> and, and I can't. But, no, no, it, it, that that is true. But, uh, you know, for a long time, Perry, I really didn't know that. Yeah. I mean, I knew about Daddy and Baker and, and different things. Southern 500, Petey Thompson, all that, but but Perry knows all this stuff real good, and it, it's a good thing he does because that's part of the thing we're doing is preserving history and racing. Well, we um, I'm only five years older than you, Greg. I know that. I know <laughs> that. <laughs> fifteen or twenty. I, I look fifteen or twenty years older, but uh, I'm not. But 
Um, Ryan, you look like you got something to say. Oh, no. <laughs> I, I kept, uh, it looked like you were trying to jump in anyway. I was there. trying to remember something. Now I don't even remember what I was trying to think of. Isn't that awful? Getting old not for sissies. Well, it happens. But we've got a lot of racing this weekend. Every, every uh, series, I think, is in action except for the WeatherTech Sports Car Championship, which uh, I had them racing last week when they actually didn't. So uh, I had to get straightened out on that. We did have a race yesterday, though, and that was the ARCA uh, Forts USA 150, which was held at Pocono. And Christian Eckes won that in Bill Venturini's car, which he uh, swept the first three places last week. Todd Gilliland was second. That's a familiar name. Third was Michael Self. Fourth, Corey Heim. And fifth, Raphael Lassard. That race... Um, was a 150 miler and they didn't have any accidents it was a good clean race our um i say our man again but brad smith with the old hilton equipment um finished 16th after starting 17th and he is so uh was so far ahead in seventh place in the standings that he stayed there although chandler smith is closing in on him a little bit but michael self is still the point leader there in arca Brett Holmes is 90 points behind him in second. Christian Eckes, who is winning regularly, is third. Fourth is Travis Brayton. Fifth, Joe Graff Jr. Sixth, Tommy Vi. Seventh, Brad Smith. And eighth, Chandler Smith, who is only 30 points behind uh, Brad. So we're going to take our first break right here. And when we come back, we're going to have a, a real, real opinionated, authoritative historian. Um, probably, uh, probably the best in the state, maybe even big, more area than that, because, uh, Tim Leeming has, has been covering it a lot longer than I have, uh, professionally. And, uh, I don't actually cover it at all professionally. I've written a couple of books and have a radio show that I, I, I co-host, but Tim has been on the radio and writing and doing this stuff about the history of NASCAR for many, many more years than I have. So we'll have him on on the other side. Uh, of this uh, this station break and you're listening to Fox Sports Spartanburg. We'll be right back. Want to talk racing with the guys? Call the Sign Force hotline now at 864-468-1400. Start your engine returns in a moment on Fox Sports 1400 and 98.3 FM. When John B. White Sr. opened the Beacon Drive-In in 1946, he probably couldn't have imagined email, the internet, or heck, even Morgan Square having a fountain. But I'll bet you Mr. White always envisioned the Beacon offering great food and tremendous service. And now, 70 years later, that tradition continues. You can't count on everything, but Spartanburg has always counted on the Beacon Drive-In for 70 years. That's decades of plenty. The Beacon, where the food is always good since 1946. Speedy Lube in Inman says to save time is to lengthen life for you and your car. Let Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman, lengthen the life and performance of your vehicle. Speedy Lube offers professional ASC certified mechanical service for your car. Be it an oil change, AC work, tires, brakes, front end, or any type of major or minor repair. Trust Speedy Lube in Inman. Open weekdays from 8 till 6. For fast, fair, and friendly service, visit Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman. 
man, you looking for good, clean, late-night fun? Boy, do we have a show for you. I'm KB, and I host Up Late, Planet Earth's only late-night, locally-produced, mid-market sports talk show. So habit-forming, you can't fall asleep without it. Up Late with KB, weeknights at 11, only on Fox Sports 1400 and 98.3 FM. I want to spread the news. Delicious food at great prices. That's what you'll find at J&G Restaurant, located at 462 West Henry Street in Spartanburg. Be sure to try out the ever-popular Pig 4, where you can choose four breakfast items that include gravy biscuits, pancakes, home fries, and much more for only $7.25. They also serve a variety of breakfast sandwiches, including the pork chop and gravy biscuit. For lunch, try out their salmon and grits combo. J&G also serves mouth-watering burgers and hot dogs. That's J&G Restaurant, open Wednesday through Sunday. Call them at 864-308-1730. Every now and then, we need to get away and relax. And there's no better way than spending time at the lake. Watery Lake RV Park and Marina in Liberty Hill, South Carolina, is the perfect place to decompress. At Watery Lake RV, enjoy full hookups, a bathhouse, bar and grill, and a boat ramp marina with ethanol-free gas. Hookups available on nightly, weekly, or monthly. Watery Lake RV Park and Marina in Liberty Hill, where families get away. Mention Fox Sports 1400 and get 5% off your stay up to three days. Call 803-273-3013. Up for style? Up for performance? Up for savings? Get up and go to Nissan of Greer for the Up for Anything sales event. On-road Nissans, off-road Nissans, hundreds of new 2019 Nissans are reduced to move. Drive a new Altima, just $179 a month. A new Rogue, just $199 a month. Get 0% financing or save up to $6,000 off on new Rogue Sports. Or get 0% financing or save up to $3,000 off on new Kicks. Now these incredible deals are worth repeating. So here they are again. Altima's $179. Rogue's $199. Rogue Sports, 0% or $6,000 off. And new Kicks, 0% financing or $3,000 off. Nissan of Greer has a huge selection of top quality used vehicles on sale too. And credit problems are not a problem. Low prices, big selection, and committed to quality customer service. Save big in Greer during the Up For Anything sales event. Hurry to Nissan of Greer today. See us online at NissanofGreer.com. Call 864-579-1197 for more details. F45 Training, the world's fastest growing fitness network, has now made its way to Roba. This new fitness studio brings a new style of training to the area and is open to all fitness levels. F45 Training is a global fitness training community specializing in group workouts which are fast, fun, and proven to get rapid results. F45 offers members an unlimited array of training programs designed to unify the muscle groups and make you look, move, and perform better in all aspects of your life. Find them on Facebook or Instagram and sign up for your free week now. F45 Functional Fitness Training, located at 4795 South Church Street in Roba, or call at 864-810-4528. Are you sick of all the cookie-cutter, boring barbershops? If so, you need to visit the Ironspur Barber Company in Hillcrest Shopping Center. At the Ironspur Barber Company, professionalism and customer service is their top priority. Owner A.J. West makes sure that every customer gets exactly the haircut they want when they sit in his chair. So if you want to get your hair cut like you like it and in a fun, man-cave-like environment, then give A.J. a call at 864-466-5289. The Ironspur Barber Company offers military and first responder discounts, and everyone is always welcome, even Clemson fans. First-time visitors, mention this ad and get $5 off. Call for an appointment today at 466-5289. The Elite Audio Text Line is open via the Fox Sports 1400 app. Download it now by searching Fox Sports 1400, either at the Apple Store or via Google Play. And welcome back to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports 1400 in Spartanburg, South Carolina. And it is my great pleasure to introduce a racing authority, historian, and author, my good friend down in Columbia, South Carolina, Tim Lehman. Good morning, Tim. 
Well, good morning, Perry, and thank you for all that introduction. Now I've got to go out and buy a bigger cowboy hat. <laughs> well, I was just talking about your cowboy yeah. hat, how you used to dress up like, uh, um, I don't know if dressing up is the right word, but you used to to uh, sort of cast a persona of Richard Petty with your sunglasses and your feathery cowboy hat. And uh, I don't think the last time I saw you, you had the cowboy hat. I thought you'd sort of drop that. Well, I have sort of dropped it. The only time I'll wear one is if I'm going to be out in the sun the entire day because the top of my hair is kind of thin. <laughs> and I've burnt my, my scalp a couple of times. But the thing, that, that was for a website, as you well remember, Perry, for which I was a computer-generated icon. <laughs> and that was a part of the icon persona. Well, so I, I uh, never really felt I was a legend. I didn't really want to be a legend, but I'm glad it led me into meeting all the people. Well, I, I had already run you down on your first book that you ever wrote. You know, Tim called me one day. I didn't know Tim Leeming from anything, and I'm sitting at work in Charlotte one day after that first book came out, and Tim called me up late one afternoon. seemed like it was about 2 or 3 o'clock, and uh, told me he enjoyed my book, and I think we did about 45 minutes there just you and I, and that was the first time we ever talked, and I remember that. I always will. Right. Well, it's right on the back, Jack, this book where you worked, and I was so impressed by what you had written and the memories that it brought up because a lot of those racetracks that you had mentioned I had actually been to. So it was it was like a trip down memory lane for me, and I thought anybody that can write that personally is somebody he doesn't even know, which is the way I felt. You're a darn good writer. Yeah, Tim, I, I tell you what, we're, we're talking to Tim Lemming, uh, super nice car historian, a racing historian from down in Columbia, got his own radio show. But, Tim, I remember when Perry uh, gave me a copy of that book, and I didn't even know that uh, he'd even been working on it. Me and Perry go back many, many years. And uh, we were going to Las Vegas. It was the last trip to Las Vegas that me and my mom and daddy made together. And I read that book. I think it take about three and a half hours to get out there. And I read that book from start to cover. And it, oh, yeah. It, you I, must have been a speed reader. Well, well, I had, yeah, remember, I, I was, didn't have too much to do on the flight. And I got so intrigued with it, I just couldn't put it down. I don't even know if I ate the crackers and the pretzels or whatever. I bet you did. I know you. I probably, I prob, but I, I read it. And <laughs> there was a lot of things that was unbelievable. I mean, well, just incredible. Okay, enough about me. We got Tim Leeming on here. No, well, 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 <laughs> one more thing, Terry. All right. All of, your, all of your subsequent books have been just as good and just as informative. And, you know, the one that you wrote about Greg, and hello, good morning, Greg. The one you wrote about Greg was just absolutely fascinating. The one about his father was as well. I mean, I've got all of yours, and they're all autographed, I think, except the first one. Well, bring it with you next time uh, we do something. <laughs> well, that, that's what, one thing I wanted to mention this morning. You know, uh, you and Greg and I have things coming up in September. Right. And probably, I think, September 14th in Mount Airy, North Carolina, is the Moonshine and Racers Reunion. Right. Which is shaping up, shaping up to be a pretty big deal from the information that I'm receiving. And then the following weekend... Uh, August the 20th is the Augusta International Raceway Hall of Fame induction ceremony. And this year, they're inducting J.D. McDuffie and Dick Tanner, Marion Bell, 
uh, Danny McClure and Doug Timmerman, but J.D. McDuffie, I think, is going to be, I'm, I mean, in the hearts of all of us, and I'm sure it's true with you guys, too, J.D. McDuffie has always been a special guy, very special guy to us, and we're coming up on the Watkins Glen race that took his life those many years ago. Yeah, that'll be next week, and but yeah. Tim, I appreciate all those kind words about me and and uh, and my books. But yeah, you're right. I know Greg and I have been invited to that thing in Augusta every year, and something always came up. My daughter having a soccer game or something. And last year we were set to go. I think we even had our reservations and everything. And that the hurricane uh, was supposed to hit right. You know, I think it was supposed to hit South Carolina pretty directly. So we. Uh, we, right. we decided it would be better to stay home and protect our families than uh, to take a uh, pleasure trip. So we didn't get to go last year, but we are both planning on going. I think Greg's already got the rooms for that. And if I'm not mistaken now, this uh, this thing up at Mount Airy, it, it, it seems like it's sort of taken the place of the one in Hillsboro, which I thought was... Was the granddaddy of them all. I mean, I, I I used to love the Hillsboro Festival they had, and it's it's long gone now for a couple of years. And it seems like a lot of the same people that were always involved with uh, Hillsboro are the ones that were telling me about Mount Airy, and um, I'm really looking forward to that. Well, that's true, Perry. I think what happened at Hillsboro is just a shame and disgrace, but it was something that uh, certain individuals just happened to pull whatever it was they pulled. But like you, I've been going, I think they had it 10 years, and the only one I ever missed was the first one. And it was a great, great thing. Yeah. And Gene Hobby, who passed away, uh, what, two weeks ago, I think. Yep. When Gene Hobby passed away, he had been very instrumental with everything going on in Hillsboro. And when that fell apart, it was like uh, Bill Blair Jr. and a couple other People jumped in and said, we've got to do something to keep this history motion alive. So let's see if we can do something and kind of get Gene Hobby involved. So Gene was all revved up for everything Mount Airy, and it was going down where he was going to be there, and everything was going to be great. And, you know, then he just got sick and passed away, which is, you know, it's a real shame, but I think, yeah, you're right. A lot of the people that were involved in the Okanichi are involved in the Mount Airy, but the ones that are involved in Mount Airy are the ones that were so dedicated to Okanichi and have the rug pulled out from under them. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I, I never have really asked or nobody's really told me what happened there, and this certainly isn't the time to get into it, but it was a... Uh, at its peak there, I know one year they honored Gene Hobby up at Hillsboro, and I swear, I mean, it was everybody that was anybody almost was there. Now, I know they, Bud Moore only went one time, and that was that rainy, miserable year they they honored him. But you would have I remember that. just walking around with uh, Marvin Patch. I remember Cotton Owens towing his uh, yeah. number six up there. He said he left Spartanburg at like 3 o'clock in the morning to get there, towing, uh, towing David Pearson's, uh, um, you know, replica 1964 Dodge. And um, Wendell Scott's uh, w- my, uh, wife would be there, and Fireball Roberts' daughter, and, of course, Curtis Turner's daughter still with us. But, you know, so, so, many, um, so many people, Wanda Lunn, 
you know, so many people that aren't with us anymore, uh, I would have never met if it hadn't been for these events, and, and especially the one at Hillsboro. I know the first time I went, that that Silent Speedway's book had just come out, and they they always used to do, gentlemen, start your engines and fire up all those cars and everything about 10 o'clock. And oh, yeah. I took nine books. I'm such a great businessman. I took nine books with me, and... <laughs> And I, I sold every one of them before uh, before they even said, gentlemen, start your engine. So I, I set up a tent pretty much for nothing. But that's what I think probably may be the first time I ever met you, Tim. And uh, um, I'm looking forward to getting back up and seeing if they can do something similar to that at Mount Airy. Well, the way things are shaping up at Mount Airy, I mean, the entire town is behind that thing. Uh, I had one of the, and I can't remember what their title is, but she's really big in town management of Mount Airy. And she called me, oh, one day last week we were setting up possibly to do a remote of one of my radio shows or podcasts from up there. So she called wanting to know what I required to do it. I told her, she said, no problem. We've got the place and welcome and come on. I mean, you know, talk about welcoming. It's kind of like walking in the front door and Aunt B being so gracious (laughs) for you being there. You know, because that is, that is uh, Mayberry. That it is Mayberry. That's Mount uh, yeah. Airy's where Andy Griffith was born. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And we, Mount Pilot, that was always in the show, was Pilot Mountain right across the valley there. So, yeah. You know, it's, it's a very interesting place. And everybody that I've talked to has been about five or six of the Mayberry officials that I've talked with Mayberry. Well, why are uh, Mount Airy. No, go, go, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, but every one of them I talk with, they are so excited about having this event in their town and all that's going to be going on with it. And they're going to parade. They're going to put all the cars, race cars, and everything on Main Street. At about 2 o'clock, they're going to parade them out to the racetrack. Now, they have gone out, regraded the road to the racetrack. And as I understand it, they are regrading the racetrack. Mm. So everything is going to be just just a fascinating trip back down through history which you know greg you and i we're really big into that of course i'm so old i'm party history. <laughs> well, I, well, I was going to say that if you want to take your family up there you can make a whole weekend of it up there because of everything else that's that's fun to do in mount air well that's exactly what ed and i are going to do we're coming up friday and we're going to stay friday and saturday night and just take it. And the scenery up there is beautiful, and it's going to be in the fall, just yeah. as the leaves are starting. And you know how those leaf people are always heading to the mountains that time of year. Well, you know, they, uh, I think, you know, they're going to have a lot of people dressed up, you know, in the Mayberry costumes and things. And I, I talked to somebody up there, and I told them I was bringing Otis with me. Well, that'd be pretty accurate. <laughs> I think Tim could tell you. Well, that. I've already warned them. I do not want to see Ernest E. Bass with a handful of rocks. <laughs> no, no, I wouldn't want to either, Tim. But I tell you, when I was talking to the motel woman, uh, you know, making sure me and Perry had a room, uh, they were super excited about it. I mean, they, they're oh, yeah. really looking forward to this event. And I think it's going to turn into one of the premier events, if not the one, to replace that great thing at Hillsborough. I, mean, yeah. I think it's going to be a great deal. Tim, Tim, let me let me get your opinion on let, let me get your opinion on this. Now, we, you know, there was a time there in the 
probably around 2008, 9, 7, someplace in there. We had so many things to go to, and I don't go to hardly any of them anymore, and I'm sure you probably, if there is one, uh, attend. But we had a, of course now, there was the one at J.B. Days, and he passed away. That was the Raymond Park's birthday on the first Sunday in June, so that one I understand going away. But, you know, we had a, a an incredible um, festivity that took place at Darlington for a few years. And and I've always thought that greed sort of took over that one and ruined it because uh, there was, a I mean, a lot of people there, a lot of big, big names, Johnny Rutherford among them, um, had the one in Columbia where you are, where they spent tireless hours. And I know you were out there probably with a bush hog and an axe and they completely saved what was left of Columbia Speedway and um, and really made it into something again, a, 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 vi- a velodrome, if I'm not mistaken, a, a bicycle uh, venue. And, you know, those uh, those were really nice events that, is that what killed them? Greed, you know, charging people or, or, or you know, or just the one that got me at, at Columbia. I mean, I went down there and they didn't charge all that much to get in and they never charged me anything at Hillsboro. And uh, but they had all these elaborate tents, and you know, and and they had it looked like they spent a lot more money than they than they were taking in. I know you got advertisement for magazines, uh, you know, the program and everything, but you know what killed those two, the Darlington and the and the Columbia one. And I know you probably had a lot to do with the one at Columbia, not killing it, but but making it happen. Well, what I think happened in Columbia was the city. The city of Casey took it over, not took it over, but came in to help as making it a city of Casey events facility. And then their, uh, oh, what do you call it, city manager or whatever of West Columbia and Casey got involved in it. He decided he wanted to see exactly how much money he could bring into the cities, which I guess is not a bad thing. But Columbia Speedway is an events facility. They have like the Highland Games out there. Drive-in movies out there, just all kind. Of, there's something going on practically once a month. Anyway, in fact, I was just out there two weeks ago teaching my youngest grandson how to drive a straight drive. So he, he made about fifty laps <laughs> around the track, and I think he came away from there wanting to be a race driver. But I think what what kind of killed that was the first year we had over thirty-seven thousand there, as estimated by the local law enforcement agents. I was, that was there. totally pleased. You remember, and all the people. I mean, Buddy Baker was there. Dave Marcus was there. Harry Gant. Uh, yeah, Harry Gant. Everybody was there. And then it kind of sort of morphed into a three or four day event, and they started charging like I think it was ten dollars to get a pass for the whole thing. So maybe it was the greed that, that did that one. Uh, then with Okaniti, from what I know. And a little bit of insider information. It had a little bit to do with Greek, but a whole lot more to do with egos. Yeah. And a lot of these events that, you know, a lot of the things that we do, Perry and Greg, you know, it's the egos that get involved and then they start learning it. Like it's the thing that we do in Augusta, you know, there's really no egos down there. And it's something the, the group works very hard get those things done. I'm the vice president of ARPS, so I'm there once a month for meetings, and it's a continuous effort to try to get enough money to put the event on, but 
the people like last year, I could not go because of the storm, and my wife freaks out when a thundercloud comes. Mm. So I couldn't go down there either. Yeah, so that, that, that it, was a, it was, I'm sorry, know, Dan, was, I, I interrupted. That's all right. It was almost a reasonable success, even with bad weather and everything. This year, we've got so many different things involved. The Cobra Club is involved, and a couple other racetracks from around there are involved, and we've got a list of I don't know how many guys are going to bring their race cars all the way from midget racers up to uh, current. I want to say a current Xfinity car, but I'm not sure about that. So we got uh, everything going on down there, but that's just a small organization by a group of people that love the history of racing. But I think the egos and the the money-grabbing is what does it for every one of them. That's what I thought. People come out to something that's free like that. Well, before we have to end this segment, could we get you to tell us a little bit about your show? Well, I actually do two shows. I do a show on Tuesday night at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, where the first 30 minutes is spent with somebody that's trying to make a mark in NASCAR or in racing, period, all kinds of motorsport from all around the world, no matter what it is. And we interview them for 30 minutes. Then I've got a young man named Cody Dinsmore who is a racing historian of the first-class kind. And he comes on, and we spend about 45 minutes discussing the previous weekend's races and what's coming up. Thursday night, I have a co-host, Bill Blair, in the first hour, and we bring on the pioneers of stock car racing, the early guys, early-day stock car racing. And then the second hour, I've got a young guy in Florida that's a co-host, Alex Nickerson, and he brings in... He just brought in Johnny Rutherford, was on our show for an hour Thursday night. And all those shows are archived. Uh, you can find them under Gus Track Stop Racing, or if you want to hear the young ones, you can go to uh, just Google the Racing Spotlight that comes up. And I think you can Google Ghost Track Legends, and it'll also come up under that. But it's something that I really enjoy doing. We've been doing the Thursday night show since. February of 17, and we started with the Tuesday night show back last October, and it's turned out to be, you know, and the funny thing about the Tuesday night show, Perry, we have a guy, whatever guy we have on there, he'll go out the next week and win the race. I mean, it happens <laughs> every time. So it's like we're the good luck charm or whatever you want to call it, but I enjoy it. I love it, and I know you guys love what you do, and it's something... I try to catch a lot of Saturday mornings when I'm not out in the yard already working. So, hey, thanks for giving me a reprieve this morning for a little bit. <laughs> well, we uh, want you back out there as soon as possible. But, Tim, look, thank you so much for coming on. we uh been wanting to have you on here, and for one reason or another, we, we had to... To back you up, we lost our phone one week. I think that's a pretty good excuse. And then uh, last week, we did a tribute to Gene Hobby ourselves. And uh, so yeah. I knew you wouldn't mind being preempted by our buddy Gene. So thank you so much Absolutely. for coming on. And uh, and uh, just keep doing what you're doing. And I look forward to seeing you at Mount Airy and uh, Augusta. And we appreciate all you've done for the history of motorsports. Thank you and Greg both. I'll look forward to seeing you for sure. And anytime you just want to talk about anything racing, let me know ahead of time. We'll do it. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it so much. Thank you so much. That's Tim Leeming from Columbia, South Carolina, just an authority. And you see all the irons he's got in the fire. And uh, 
Thank goodness Johnny Rutherford got his phones fixed so he could be on Tim's show Thursday. Yeah. Well, <laughs> like we'll, we'll say, catch up with him. We'll get him. But uh, Tim's a wonderful fellow. Okay, we're going to take a we're going to take our uh, next break and come back and talk to Nelson Crozier. You're listening to Fox Sports 1400. Franks for the Memories is a great hot dog place for lunch. Why Franks for the Memories? Because hot dogs for the memories just doesn't cut the mustard. Franks for the Memories has more than great hot dogs. Enjoy a choice of four delicious bird dogs featuring a deep fried chicken tender on a hot dog bun. Franks for the Memories makes their homemade chili daily and has great signs like french fries, onion rings, and corn nuggets. Franks for the Memories 468 Oak Grove Road next to Westview Elementary is open for lunch Monday through Saturday till 3.30 p.m. Franks for the Memories. Lined in the gap to right center to the track. He's to the wall. Another grand slam home run. Catch the Gamecocks in action on the diamond all season long. Did he catch that ball? He did. Swing and a miss. He got it. Swung on. Line drive. Base hit to the wall. He looks up. It's gone. And you can put spurs on this one. Right here on your home for South Carolina baseball. Spartanburg's home of the Gamecocks is Fox Sports 1400. Now on FM at 98.3. Up for style? Up for performance? Up for savings? Get up and go to Nissan of Greer for the Up for Anything sales event. On-road Nissans, off-road Nissans, hundreds of new 2019 Nissans are reduced to move. Drive a new Altima, just $179 a month. A new Rogue, just $199 a month. Get 0% financing or save up to $6,000 off on new Rogue Sports. Or get 0% financing or save up to $3,000 off on new Kicks. Now these incredible deals are worth repeating. So here they are again. Altima's one. Rogues, $199. Rogue Sports, 0% or $6,000 off. And new kicks, 0% financing or $3,000 off. Nissan of Greer has a huge selection of top quality used vehicles on sale too. And credit problems are not a problem. Low prices, big selection, and committed to quality customer service. Save big in Greer during the Up For Anything sales event. Hurry to Nissan of Greer today. See us online at nissanofgreer.com. Call 864-579-1197 for more details. Why waste your time hand-washing your car when you can get the job done in minutes at Pars Quality Car Wash in Boiling Springs? Experience one of their excellent car washes today. Don't let crumbs, bugs, dirt, and other particles interrupt your car's overall appearance. Other car washes just basically rinse off your car and fail to get off the stuck-on bugs and dirt that takes a little elbow grease to remove. Ask about their car detailing, too. Visit Pars Quality Car Wash, 1929 Boiling Springs Road, and get a quality car wash done by hand. 578-9274. Summertime is almost here, and that means it's time to get those swimming pools ready for summertime fun. Phillips and Long Fuel Chesney has everything you need to get your pool ready to go. Phillips and Long sells pool chemicals and parts, and they're an Aquabrite chemical supplier. They also sell Aquabot automatic vacuums. Phillips and Long also offers professional pool service. If you're too busy to clean and maintain your pool, they can do it for you. Get your pool summer ready. Call Phillips and Long today at 461-8511, like them on Facebook, or stop by and see them at 421 South Alabama Avenue in Chesney. Man, this South Carolina heat is no joke. I don't know how you guys deal with this. Pelican Snowball. What is that? Pelican Snowballs has great snowballs and over 100 flavors that are great summertime treat for the whole family, dude. Try one of their signature snowballs like Shark Attack, Rainbow, or my personal favorite, Pretty Princess. Really? That sounds great. Yeah, man, it's got cotton candy flavor in it. The best part is there's a Pelican Snowball location all over our listening area, so there's a Pelican Pelicans near you. Pelican Snowballs bringing you a cup of happiness every time with melt-in-your-mouth snow and a fun, relaxed atmosphere where you will always receive service with a smile. 
Throughout your life, you've worked hard to accumulate assets, to build wealth, and to provide for your family. You've built a comfortable life full of shared memories and experiences. Providing and protecting your loved ones is never more critical than when you aren't there to do so. While having a will is important, it's not the only way. That is why developing an estate plan can be the best thing you will ever do for them. Working with our estate planning experts, Trent Lancaster in the Spartanburg office of Janie Montgomery Scott can help you to design a customized estate plan that can protect and preserve your assets for the next generation. The sooner you begin, the sooner you can be at ease knowing that your loved ones will be provided for as you intended. Contact Trent today to discuss your estate planning needs by calling 864-585-8282. That's 864-585-8282. Or visit TrentLancaster.com. Janie Montgomery Scott, LLC, member FINRA, NYSE, and SIPC. Up for style? Up for performance? Up for savings? Get up and go to Nissan of Greer for the Up for Anything sales event. On-road Nissans, off-road Nissans. Hundreds of new 2019 Nissans are reduced to move. Drive a new Altima, just $179 a month. A new Rogue, just $199 a month. Get 0% financing or save up to $6,000 off on new Rogue Sports. Or get 0% financing or save up to $3,000 off on new Kicks. Now these incredible deals are worth repeating. So here they are again. Altima's one. Rogues, $199. Rogue Sports, 0% or $6,000 off. And new kicks, 0% financing or $3,000 off. Nissan of Greer has a huge selection of top quality used vehicles on sale too. And credit problems are not a problem. Low prices, big selection, and committed to quality customer service. Save big in Greer during the Up For Anything sales event. Hurry to Nissan of Greer today. See us online at nissanofgreer.com. Call 864-579-1197 for more details. F45 Training, the world's fastest-growing fitness network, has now made its way to Roba. This new fitness studio brings a new style of training to the area and is open to all fitness levels. F45 Training is a global fitness training community specializing in group workouts, which are fast, fun, and proven to get rapid results. F45 offers members an unlimited array of training programs designed to unify the muscle groups and make you look, move, and perform better in all aspects of your life. Find them on Facebook or Instagram and sign up for your free week now. F45 Functional Fitness Training, located at 4795 South Church Street in Roba, or call at 864-810-4528. Nelson Crozier is trackside and ready to go. What's going on at this week's big race? Let's go live to Nelson now. Good morning, Nelson. How are you today? Doing pretty good. Are you up in Pocono or are you in the Carolinas? No, uh, I'm in the Carolinas enjoying it. Pocono's too unpredictable weather-wise. Yeah, it is. And uh, we um, actually picked a winner last week. I don't know if you heard us talking about that, but... uh, That I did. Alan picked one. That's the first time we've done it in a week. So at least uh, somebody carried the weight. Now I got to win one. But uh, pretty good race last week at Loudon, I thought. Nice close finish. It looks like uh, Denny Hamlin wishes he'd have been a little more, uh, less accommodating for Harvick. Well... You know, Hammond's always a little bit opinionated, uh, you know, what he should have done or what he did do. Uh, but as you said, it was a good finish, and that's what matters. Yeah, and Harvey, of course, needed to win. He was probably way overdue. And otherwise, any news come out of there as far as uh, 
any packages for the future or any penalties that, that came forth? I, I was glad to see D. Benedetto have a good finish. Uh, that was a nice fifth for him. Yeah, no, I think it was, uh, you know, everybody was in pretty good shape, uh, you know, which is good for a change. Uh, the one big rule change which did come about, uh, you know, on the arms on the tire rule, now uh, they've negated that rule and the tire cannot impede another pitch stop or uh, be a safety hazard. <laughs> that was the sort of the arm's length deal, right? Where uh, that is correct. Th they said you had to have it within because I noticed uh, um, th th they have to really. Some of those guys really have to struggle with those tires to keep it within that arm's length, and and it looked like a real tough call to me because you know you'd get like over the halfway. A back towards to the wall and, and roll it to the wall and, and sometimes that looked over an arm's length but the, the tire was in control so I think that was a, a refinement that was uh, well justified uh, it was long overdue that was one of the most controversial rules we've had over here well Nelson you know we got Pocono coming up this week which is a fast track with those long straight that one long straightaway it's uh it's been a real good track for Denny Hamlin over the years. Uh, any uh, any thoughts about uh, Pocono before we watch it? Well, Hamlin's eighth in uh, the practice. Uh, we have another practice if we're starting to run in that. will be final practice before qualifying at four this afternoon. Uh, but uh, Kyle Larson wrecked, Randy LaJoy wrecked, uh, and uh, Chase Elliott wrecked. Uh, Larson and Elliott are going to back up cars. And that was interesting. I'm glad you mentioned that. Uh, last week when uh, uh, Bowman lost uh, yet another car, I know we had discussed on the show the drive shaft falling out when he was uh, qualifying or, or practice. I think he was qualifying. And then he, he just lost it um, and crashed in, uh, in practice. And so they had a, a a choice i guess of cars to go to from the other teams but they told it sounds to me like they chose jimmy johnson's because it wasn't wrapped as much and uh well, it showed uh, them there yes. in the garage area peeling off the decals right jimmy johnson's car uh for some reason uh was painted rather than wrapped so they felt better you know putting the wrap over paint rather than putting it over another wrap yeah that sounds good that's that that sound makes a lot of sense uh, on that deal, Nelson, because, you know, we, it's, this paint scheme changing is something that we needed to be doing a long time ago, but the wrap made it possible. But, yeah, Pocono was still, I've always liked that place. The weather, we've had it fogged out, rained out, deer hopping across the back stretch. <laughs> I mean, we've seen it about all up there. And uh, I always liked the place. Uh it's just interesting that you get on top of the truck. looks like the, the track's about four miles long, but uh, it, it's a neat place. But, yeah, you're right. The, the weather's kind of unpredictable. I don't, uh, it, it might be hotter up there than it is here. We're talking about the heat wave coming through up north. But uh, that they, this time of year, they have a lot of trouble with thunder showers and, and the fog thing it happened a couple of times. Right. Uh, and uh, on the ground adjacent to the racetrack, uh, I understand they're going to do a hemp farm. They're going to do a what? Yeah, I didn't catch it. Hemp, H-E-M-P. Oh, really? Uh, right. Well, uh, what did you tell us last 
last year that you just jogged my memory. Didn't you say it was an alfalfa farm or a spinach well, farm or was, something? It was a spinach farm spinach. Uh, before they built a racetrack, right. Wow. Well, you know, uh, hemp is uh, going to be a a good crop wherever there's it's legal to grow it. You know, it's, uh, it's a coming thing. I, you know, I work in a bank, and our bank's policy is not to... Uh, not to bank any marijuana, uh, you know, mar medical marijuana uh, businesses or, or hemp farms or anything like that. And, uh, um, you know, it's an easy way to get kicked out of Wells Fargo if, uh, <laughs> if yeah, well, I mean, it's just, it's the company's policy. It's not illegal. It's, well, uh, it's a federal policy. It, 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 exactly. But it's, you know, so it's, the laws aren't all uniform and, and um, from state to state. And, and of course, Wells Fargo's a, a national company. But, you know, they're not going to uh, bank anybody that has anything to do with that. So I think it's interesting that um, they would be doing that at Pocono now. Is that the Mattiolis that that are that own the track that are doing that, or somebody else? I don't think so, but uh, I'm not that familiar with it. Yeah, I was watching something on a, a TV the other day, and actually, I think the the hemp situation. You know, they made a lot of ropes out of it, and they they went into detail about during the war years how, how much they used it. So there there are different applications. Like I say, I. Uh, I always looked like somebody probably was abusing something I never did, but uh, with my hair and everything. But uh, yeah, it makes good rope, and <laughs> and and you can do different things with it. So I think that might be more of their intentions. Because the Henry Ford the first actually made uh, a car out of hemp, from what I understand. If, if I'm not, uh, I believe that's correct. And uh, even today, uh, they're making seat backs out of coconut husks. Yeah. Well. Like I say, it's, it's good good that you use the natural stuff and uh, uh, instead of plastics. Well, plastic you know, all the natural stuff was great, but very little of it was uh, intended to be inhaled or swallowed, uh, you know, by human beings. And there are a couple of cases this past week where they uh, found people uh, you know, took the hospital emergency room uh, because they've been inhaling. Uh, uh, Wasp spray. Oh, my God. Well, before we have to... I mean, this is fascinating. We could keep going with this, but let's let's do our picks real quick. And uh, I'm going to go first since I'm the only one that hadn't won a race yet. And I'm going to take... Uh, I'm going to take Keselowski. I probably should take uh, Hamlin, but I won't. Ronnie, you go next. I'm going to go out and left field this week and pick Suarez. Why well, that is well, that is an interesting uh, pick. He's the fastest car so far. Oh, really? You didn't right. know that, I don't guess. <laughs> <laughs> he's been over there playing on his phone, so now I know what he's been doing. Alan just walked in, sat down. He's still doing his homework. Alan, who do you pick? Uh, let's go with Kyle Busch. Okay, that's a sound pick. Greg? Well, I, being as he went with Kyle Busch, I think I'll go with Kurt Busch. Kurt Busch. And uh, Nelson, you go last. Uh, I'll go with the 12 car, Ryan Blaney. That's a good pick. So, uh, all right. Well, we're all in there. Nelson, you're going to go up to Watkins Glen? Uh, probably not, but, uh, you know, that's still a week away. So, I'll decide by Wednesday. All right. <laughs> well, you take care of yourself. And, of course, we've got the Xfinity boys in, uh, 
um, Iowa this afternoon. So uh, plenty to talk about well, next week. Go not, ahead. Not only the Xfinity, uh, uh, I think we have uh, trucks today also at 1 o'clock. We have trucks at Pocono, so that ought to be interesting. Thank you, Nelson. You take care of yourself. We'll talk to you next week. Okay, very good. All right. That's Nelson Crozier. Um, Ronnie? He's the smartest man I know. Me too. And, uh, and no doubt about it. We are going to take a break here in just a second. Glad to see uh, Alan has shown up. And he, I tell you what, I don't know. I know I prepare for the show, but Alan, <laughs> he, he has got a lot to do and he still has time to do this and, uh, and get prepared. And of course, Alan is going to introduce us to somebody I've been wanting to meet ever since, uh, ever since Alan started the show. And that's Wally Fowler. And we're going to talk to Wally when we get back from the uh, from this break. You're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg from the Beacon Driving Studios. We'll be right back with Wally Fowler. We are We're now on App App. Hear all of our programming at 98.3 Fox Sports 1400 WSPG Spartanburg. Frank's for the Memories is a great hot dog place for lunch. Why Frank's for the Memories? Because hot dogs for the Memories just doesn't cut the mustard. Frank's for the Memories has more than great hot dogs. Enjoy a choice of four delicious bird dogs featuring a deep-fried chicken tender on a hot dog bun. Frank's for the Memories makes their homemade chili daily and has great signs like french fries, onion rings, and corn nuggets. Frank's for the Memories 468 Oak Grove Road next to Westview Elementary is open for lunch Monday through Saturday till 3.30 p.m. Frank's for the Memories. Spartanburg has been known as the hub city for decades due to our proximity to rail lines and interstate highways. Upstate Logistics has been part of the hub city transportation scene for over a decade. Upstate Logistics provides businesses with warehousing and transportation services, including inbound and outbound rail shipments. And more importantly, we support Spartanburg. Be it high school and college sports or important community projects, Upstate Logistics wants to help move Spartanburg forward. Upstate Logistics, keeping your business and Spartanburg moving forward. To find out more, visit UpstateLogistics.com. Up for style, up for performance, up for savings? Get up and go to Nissan of Greer for the Up for Anything sales event. On-road Nissans, off-road Nissans, hundreds of new 2019 Nissans are reduced to move. Drive a new Altima, just $179 a month. A new Rogue, just $199 a month. Get 0% financing or save up to $6,000 off on new Rogue Sports. Or get 0% financing or save up to $3,000 off on new Kicks. Now these incredible deals are worth repeating. So here they are again. Altima's one. Rogues, $199. Rogue Sports, 0% or $6,000 off. And new kicks, 0% financing or $3,000 off. Nissan of Greer has a huge selection of top quality used vehicles on sale too. And credit problems are not a problem. Low prices, big selection, and committed to quality customer service. Save big and Greer during the Up For Anything sales event. Hurry to Nissan of Greer today. See us online at NissanofGreer.com. Call 864-579-1197 for more details. Speedy Lube in Inman says to save time is to lengthen life for you and your car. Let Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman, lengthen the life and performance of your vehicle. Speedy Lube offers professional ASC certified mechanical service for your car. Be it an oil change, AC work, tires, brakes, front end, or any type of major or minor repair. Trust Speedy Lube in Inman. Open weekdays from 8 till 6. For fast, fair, and friendly service, visit Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman. Throughout your life, you've worked hard to accumulate assets. 
to build wealth and to provide for your family. You've built a comfortable life full of shared memories and experiences. Providing and protecting your loved ones is never more critical than when you aren't there to do so. While having a will is important, it's not the only way. That is why developing an estate plan can be the best thing you will ever do for them. Working with our estate planning experts, Trent Lancaster in the Spartanburg office of Janie Montgomery Scott can help you to design a customized estate plan that can protect and preserve your assets for the next generation. The sooner you begin, the sooner you can be at ease knowing that your loved ones will be provided for as you intended. Contact Trent today to discuss your estate planning needs by calling 864-585-8282. That's 864-585-8282. Or visit TrentLancaster.com. Janie Montgomery Scott, LLC, member FINRA, NYSE, and SIPC. F45 Training, the world's fastest growing fitness network, has now made its way to Roba. This new fitness studio brings a new style of training to the area and is open to all fitness levels. F45 Training is a global fitness training community specializing in group workouts which are fast, fun, and proven to get rapid results. F45 offers members an unlimited array of training programs designed to unify the muscle groups and make you look, move, and perform better in all aspects of your life. Find them on Facebook or Instagram and sign up for your free week now. F45 Functional Fitness Training, located at 4795 South Church Street in Roba, or call at 864-810-4528. Live from the Beacon Drive-In Studios in Spartanburg, South Carolina. Gentlemen, start your engine. Fox Sports 1498.3 FM presents Start Your Engines. Here's your race team for today. Show producer, Ronnie Black. Track reporter and racing insider, Nelson Crozier. Former NASCAR team manager and author, Greg Moore. Now, here's your host for Start Your Engines. Racing historian and author, Perry Allen Wood. And welcome back to the second hour of Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg from the Beacon Driving Studios. And it is a great pleasure to have uh, this next guest that I've been trying to get Alan to have on the show since uh, Alan got on the show. I think about the second week when he mentioned Wally Fowler had won someplace. I said, well, please get him on the show. And uh, Wally, it's great to have you. Good morning. Good morning. Glad to be here. Well, uh, Alan told me that you took his money last night. I did. That's just <laughs> one of the time I got to take his money. He usually outruns me when I go to his house. Well, Wally, a lot to congratulate you on that win last night. Uh, that car was impressive last night. I told uh, one of your boys that helped you, we stand up there next to the fence, and I seen what you I said, he's fixing to go to the bottom and leave here. <laughs> <laughs> well... Yeah, uh, that's basically what I did. That's the only shot I had. You know, I, I qualified third, and, and with everything I got going on, for whatever reason, I forgot to go back across the scales after qualifying, so that put me starting behind all y'all guys. Well, my daddy always said, whenever you start in the rear and you pass everybody in front of you, they ain't got no excuses. Well, there I, you go, then. I, you said I, it, I didn't. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just one of old school driver. I mean, racers like you are, and... You know my daddy a long time ago, but like I knew your daddy a long time ago, and you know. Oh yeah. Now, while did you well, guess what? No, go guess ahead. What? Go ahead. Me and you was at the same place they were then. We done got old now. Well, I'm got old, but I was up at six o'clock this morning. I drug my old thing out of the ra- out of a trailer, and I started working on her this morning. Had replaced everything on the left front of it. 
was up at five thirty getting ready to haul loads of squash. Well, that's uh, that's profitable. You know, it's racing. Sometimes this racing ain't too profitable. But you took a you took a thousand dollars home last night in that limited Sportsman Pro Series at Travelers Rest Speedway's having. You won the first round. If you win these next two rounds, you'll get a five hundred dollar bonus for winning every round. Yeah, you know as well as I do, it's hard to win them all. Well, you you ain't going to win them all, but you know you want to try to. But hopefully, I can. But you know, you guys, y'all, y'all will be there. You'll you'll catch up to it. Now, Wally, I thought you were mostly a peaches guy. You do squash and and other vegetables, huh? I grew up in the peach business with my grandfather, my dad, my uncle, and uh, after they all retired, died, whatever, I took the thing over and decided that. uh, you know, peaches either feast or famine. You you got peaches or you, the frost comes and kills you out and you ain't got nothing. So I ventured out into other places and started with a one acre of squash and it done really well. And that was about 10 years ago. And believe it or not, now we're up to close to 100 acres of squash Good in Duke County. We're talking about. So we're talking to Wally Fowler, and he's telling us about uh, racing and agriculture and everything. Go ahead, Wally. Yeah, it uh, it takes my time away from from say middle of May, first of June, all the way to September, and uh, and the only way that I will come out and go to the races would be a, a, a deal like last night, where there's a little extra money on the line, and then there's something else coming down the pike. So, and just so happens we were at a place yesterday that. Uh, that we wasn't all that busy, so I we got done fairly early. Sent my guys home, and and I went to the races. Well, I know it's probably disheartening when they see that number four come through the gate. I know I don't go to nearly enough of the local tracks, and I, I think the only time I've been to Harris in a, in quite a while, Lance Smith took me up there when he raced a couple of years ago, and you brought two cars, and uh, I mean it, you looked like a first-class, top-notch operation, and you dominated both races in two different classes with those number fours. Well, yes, I have done that before, but as older I get, the harder it gets, seems like. <laughs> but it, it, I still enjoy it as much as I ever did, if not more. I've got a bunch of good guys that that help me, that, that get me to the track and make sure that everything's like it's supposed to be, and uh, if it wasn't for them, ain't no way I could do it anymore well uh, and before time gets away from us and we have to let you go why don't you tell us who your sponsors are and your helpers and uh and and let's give them some air time and uh and some uh recognition all right well you know uh, uh last night i had a new sponsor on the car which was holly springs hardware right here below me jody caldwell and, and the gang and uh, which he helped me for years uh when he was in the body shop business but now he's in the hardware and i uh, was glad to have him on board and then of course we've got the uh, marvin's produce out of greenville that's been on the car for a good many years and uh chuck bridging builds the engines for me and uh, they always run good and then crc scrap and uh tony hill farms out of uh dana north carolina big apple grower up there that uh that contribute and then uh the guys that uh, come and and help would be uh uh billy vaughn and uh, bobby edge and uh red uh pruitt john pruitt and his son uh 
and uh, Jonah Cash and the guys. And I know I'm missing somebody, but and I'm sorry, but uh, I got a lot of other stuff on my mind right now. Well, I I know you do, and it's uh, it's, it's hard to remember everybody, but. I know that uh, you you've been winning for a long time, and and I've I've heard about you, and I've seen you run before, and I looked you up on the internet last night to see what I could find, and, and there is a good bit of information about Wally Fowler out there, and uh, I didn't realize you had run five ARCA races back uh, in the early part of the two thousands. I did with the guy there in Spartanburg by the name of Keith Pearson, and I uh, was lucky enough to drive one of his cars a little bit, but uh, had a good time with it. Wish we could have went further, but we did. So, but yeah, I've uh, I've been racing for forty years, believe it or not, forty years. Mm. Well, that's uh, nineteen seventy nine. Doesn't seem that long ago to me. You're you're eight years younger than I am, Wally. So uh, I was uh, I was glad to. Uh, I was unhappy when you were talking about how old you are, because that means I'm a whole lot older than you are. But I feel good, and it's great having you on the show. You, uh, right. you, you were really a, a, a force to be reckoned with. Now, back when uh, Humpy Wheeler had that Sportsman series, I know they it came to a bad end, and we won't get into all that. They, they had a lot of unfortunate crashes, and um, and plenty of them, but. You ran real good in that series. Did you ran Pocono where the Cup boys are running this weekend? Yeah, we we had some good luck there. We had some bad luck, and uh, that's all I'll say about that. But enjoyed that. Enjoyed driving on asphalt, and I actually drove a, a asphalt truck here for some guys out of Greenville a year or so back, probably four or five years now. But uh, didn't get to race, but a few races there, but. Uh, I'd like to do some more of that, but I, like I said, I done got old now. It's, I mean, my time's limited, so we'll just have to see what happens. Well, I know every week when um, we get the results from uh, Alan, he tells us what's going on at all the tracks and what we can expect. And uh, every time he mentions your name, you know, I, I, and I say it jokingly, but, you know, it's no joke, you know, that i Bet the competitors wish you to stayed back and and pick peaches or something rather than showing up because it seems like you uh when you do choose to run you're uh, you're running up front and taking home the hardware. Well, I I like to I like to win every one I, I go to, but that don't happen. But there's a there's a lot of knowledge there. Forty years worth of worth of race, and a good friend of mine told me one time. He said, "Hey, you know everything that don't work." <laughs> done tried it. So. Uh, well, Wally, this is Alan back here. Uh, I want to tell you the about, what was about three years ago when there was up there at Harris and it got cold that night. And I looked over to you and you was warming your rear tires. I was warming my rear tires. We was both trying to get ready to qualify and we kept on looking over at each other. We had both our cars jacked up. We knew both of us sitting there going, "Man, I got to out qualify him. I got to out qualify him." <laughs> <laughs> and you know. And I told somebody, yeah. I said, you know, I said, whenever you go to the racetrack and it's like that, that's what's fun about racing. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, we were the last two cars to line up, too. Yep. <laughs> I kept waiting on. I said, well, I ain't going till he goes. <laughs> yeah. We was, both, we was both sitting there. We was both sitting there heating our tires up. When you if we go over and sit, it's going to cool off a little bit. And it was cold up there at Harris in October. And I told oh, yeah. them, I said, boys, I said, 90% of this racetrack's up here starting up front. And if you can lead off going down there in that first turn, you got a good yeah. bit of it whooped. 
Oh, yeah, that's the way it is a lot of times. You lead that first lap, it's done. Yep. We're talking to Wally Fowler, great Spartanburg driver, and um, uh, from up in Campobello, South Carolina, where beautiful country up there, and there's a, a lot of racing um, has come from that, that part of the, the county. You say you've been racing for 40 years now. How did you get started? You said your father was involved? My uncle and my father raced when I was probably five or six years old out of Greenville Pickens before it was ever turned into asphalt. Right. And I would, I'd beg to go with them, and most of the time I got to go and, and fell in love with it and, and wanted a car, wanted a car. Mom and Daddy wouldn't let me touch nothing like that until I got out of school. So as soon as I did get out of school, luckily I got out. Uh, <laughs> I, I got I got my first car, and uh, with the day gone poor back then, I had to learn how to do everything myself. Couldn't pay nobody to work on it, and uh, got the car ready to go. Believe it or not, I had to borrow a truck to pull it with, I borrowed a trailer to haul it on. Wally, this just, is this is Alan. Just to get to the track. This is Alan. Was you like me? My dad told me he said, "Son, I don't care if you're thirty years old. You're gonna graduate school, so you might as well get one in there and get it done." But I finally got out at twenty four. <laughs> yeah, you, you know, you know how them parents are. They little, they was a little tougher when me and you come along than they are now. Yeah, my daddy put a peach sack around my neck, and boy, I told somebody the other day, I said it's hot out here. I said, no, it's not hot. I said you need to be out in that peach field, that peach sack wrapped right around your neck. How many times you ever been striped on them legs with a peach hickory? Oh, good time. I'm first. <laughs> My first time I picked peaches in a basket, my daddy walked up there and he looked down at them and he just reached there and grabbed that basket and turned it upside down. He said, now you pick them right. We ain't going to sit on that market all night long, son. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I thought my job when I was coming up, I was, you know, you picked them bushel boxes back then. Oh, yeah. That, all I could do was drag a box from, a front, from the back of the truck to the front of the truck. Somebody else would stack it up. Boy, me and my parents, now we used to go up around Gramlin and Campobello to the, the peach. Now, we're, we're talking late 50s. And um, I made the big mistake one Saturday. We went up there, and I I said, man, look at that. My brother and I smoked. I said, look at that big old pile of peach fuzz over there. Let's, and we went and jumped in it, and that was one of the worst mistakes I ever made. I, oh, I may Lord. still be itching <laughs> because it, it looked like it was going to be fun, but I think I had, took about three baths that night. It was a Saturday night getting ready to go to church, and... I thought I'd never quit itching. Oh, yeah. It, it, you know, some varieties bother you worse than others. <laughs> and I've noticed the, the older I get, it, it bothers me more. I mean, I used to. It never bothered me. It didn't matter what it was. But I've noticed here in the last two or three years, I've got to itching a little bit. <laughs> well, Wally, it, it, it's... Uh... I, I've got to ask you this because, you know, we're so history-oriented around here and especially about Spartanburg counties and the great drivers that we've had and we've got and you being present tense on that. Um, did you ever race at the fairgrounds, the Spartanburg fairgrounds? I did one time. They had a, seemed like, a, I don't know, it's some kind of benefit race down there. Well, that it was back, back in uh, the 80, about 85 or 86. Okay. Were there. Yeah, I thought maybe it was going to be that thing when they were trying to build a museum. That was in the early 2000s, but uh, no. I, yeah. uh, it, it was a little before that. I got the trophy at the house. <laughs> so you, <laughs> so you, you remember it because you won it, too. 
Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. You, well, see, I, I'm I'm huge about the Spartanburg Fairgrounds, and I went to so many races there. And I, to be a Spartanburg Fairgrounds winner, I, I have even more admiration for you now. I, uh, yeah. That was a tricky tr- place to get around. I'm telling you, but, and you know, I I wish they would bring that place back. Well, we don't we don't we don't have enough racetracks in the area now. Well, I, I'd agree with you. I mean, I was when they re- did reopen it there for a few years, trying to trying to you know build the museum here. I was about twenty feet away when Chuck Piazza put David Pearson in the first turn wall to win that race that afternoon. And that was it was great seeing them back out there again. That's for sure. Oh yeah, 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 it is. Well, Wally, we're going to let you go. I know you've probably got something to do with. Uh, either agriculturally or getting that car ready for a... Where is the race tonight? I know Alan's going to go over, over all this stuff in a few minutes, but... Uh, uh, they're going to have one at Harris, I assume, and probably Gaffney, Cherokee, too. I, I really don't know. I, we're picking squash and zucchini today, and peaches today, so I just... Uh, my mind's been focused on that, and I happen to remember about 15 to 11 that I was going to get a phone call at 11 o'clock, so... <laughs> I've just been all over the board this morning. No, you've been great. And I've been wanting to talk to you so long. I'd love to meet you sometime. But uh, having you on the show has been a, a goal of ours and mine since uh, this is our second year and, and Alan's first year. And uh, as, as soon as he started mentioning your name, I said, get him on the show. So uh, thank you so much for coming on. And I, I'd love to have you on again uh, later on in the year. Glad to, to have been on the show. And anytime you guys want to talk a little bit give me a call i'll do what i can okay and we'll do that too we'll take you up on that that's wally fowler i mean uh that's one of my that's on my bucket list for the show well we right. we've crossed that one off in we've crossed wally, he he wanted to bring you on here as one of our legends guests and i said no we're not bringing him on here as a legend he's still racing right now a legend to me he's done he's done quit racing <laughs> yeah <laughs> i hear you <laughs> Uh, well, you are a legend, whether you like it or not. And we're p- so pleased to have you here in Spartanburg. And you keep doing what you're doing. We'll talk to you later. I appreciate it, guys. Thanks right. for having me on the show. Thank you, Wally. Thank you. That's Wally Fowler. And uh, that was great. Thank you. Thank you, Alan. Thank you, Alfred. Okay. We're going to take a break right now and come back after uh, these messages and hear what's happening locally with Alan Hill. You're listening to Start Your Engines from the Beacon Drive-In Studios in Spartanburg. There's no points racing here. Greg, Perry, Ronnie, and Nelson are racing to win. You're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports 1498.3 FM. For years now, we've been telling you about Palmetto Spirits' tremendous wine selection. We've told you about Palmetto Spirits carrying special, small-batch, handcrafted bourbons and whiskeys that you can't find anywhere else. But what truly sets Palmetto Spirits apart is their customer service. Jim and the entire staff knows wines and liquors and knows how to find you the perfect bottle for the perfect occasion. Palmetto Spirits, Reedville Road on Spartanburg's West Side, where customer service is the difference. This is the sound a McDonald's bag makes when you grab it. Now that just sounds like a paper bag, but to Nate, it sounds like... Because Nate hooked himself up like a champ. Improved you can save 
on the delicious food you crave. Wake up to the freshly prepared McChicken Biscuit or the sweet and savory taste of the new Chicken McGriddles. Just $1.59 each. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Spartanburg has been known as the hub city for decades due to our proximity to rail lines and interstate highways. Upstate Logistics has been part of the hub city transportation scene for over a decade. Upstate Logistics provides businesses with warehousing and transportation services, including inbound and outbound rail shipments. And more importantly, we support Spartanburg. Be it high school and college sports or important community projects, Upstate Logistics wants to help move Spartanburg forward. Upstate Logistics, keeping your business and Spartanburg moving forward. To find out more, visit UpstateLogistics.com. Why waste your time hand-washing your car when you can get the job done in minutes at Pars Quality Car Wash in Boiling Springs? Experience one of their excellent car washes today. Don't let crumbs, bugs, dirt, and other particles interrupt your car's overall appearance. Other car washes just basically rinse off your car and fail to get off the stuck on bugs and dirt that takes a little elbow grease to remove. Ask about their car detailing, too. Visit Pars Quality Car Wash, 1929 Boiling Springs Road, and get a quality car wash done by hand. 578-9274. Man, this South Carolina heat is no joke. I don't know how you guys deal with this. Pelican Snowball. What is that? Pelican Snowballs has great snowballs and over 100 flavors that are great summertime treat for the whole family, dude. Try one of their signature snowballs like Shark Attack, Rainbows, or my personal favorite, Pretty Princess. Really? That sounds great. Yeah, man, it's got cotton candy flavor in it. The best part is there's a Pelican Snowball location all over our listening area, so there's a Pelican's near you. Pelican Snowball's bringing you a cup of happiness every time with melt-in-your-mouth snow and a fun, relaxed atmosphere where you will always receive service with a smile. When John B. White Sr. opened the Beacon Drive-In in in 1946, he probably couldn't have imagined email, the internet, or heck, even Morgan Square having a fountain. But I'll bet you Mr. White always envisioned the Beacon offering great food and tremendous service. And now, 70 years later, that tradition continues. You can't count on everything, but Spartanburg has always counted on the Beacon Drive-In for 70 years. That's decades of plenty. The Beacon, where the food is always good since 1946. Up for style? Up for performance? Up for savings? Get up and go to Nissan of Greer for the Up for Anything sales event. On-road Nissans, off-road Nissans, hundreds of new 2019 Nissans are reduced to move. Drive a new Altima, just $179 a month. A new Rogue, just $199 a month. Get 0% financing or save up to $6,000 off on new Rogue Sports. Or get 0% financing or save up to $3,000 off on new Kicks. Now these incredible deals are worth repeating. So here they are again. Altima's one. 79 Rogues 199 Rogue Sports 0% or $6,000 off and new kicks 0% financing or $3,000 off. Nissan of Greer has a huge selection of top quality used vehicles on sale too. And credit problems are not a problem. Low prices, big selection, and committed to quality customer service. Save big in Greer during the Up for Anything sales event. Hurry to Nissan of Greer today. See us online at nissanofgreer.com. Call 864-579-1197 for more details. Open Mic Daily is now in its second decade talking sports in Spartanburg. Hi, there. How do we explain our longevity? Clean living, for one. Mm. A keen grasp of reality. Mm. We cover Spartanburg and Spartanburg County first. Weekday afternoons at 3 on Fox Sports 1400 and 98.3 FM. Welcome back to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. I want to give a shout out, as we do every week, to Lanny McKinney, who uh, has got our backs with the uh, the podcast and the Budmore Engineering website and all he does to uh, 
to make this show the success that it, I hope it is. And he'll have that up on our podcast probably in two or three hours. Uh, I'd say by three o'clock, he's usually got it up there. So, Lanny, we couldn't do without you. We love having you. And I always want to let you know how much we appreciate all you do. Uh, got a caller on hold over there, Ronnie? We certainly do. Roll Tide Terry. What you got, hey, Roll guys. Tide? Hey, you know who the big hemp farmer is in South Carolina? Uh, no. Well, y'all should. Danny Ford. Yeah. That's right. Now, I, since he said that, I remember seeing a piece on the news about it. Yeah. Boy, anybody knows what hemp farming was. But uh, I got a question. I know y'all got a guy that goes to the local tracks and all. And he's coming on right now as soon as you get done. What you want to ask him? Well, I want to know, what about Phoenix Lauder from, uh, up in Harris? Somebody said that he was airlifted last week. Did he have a bad wreck or something? Yes, sir. He uh, had a bad wreck uh, right past the start-finish line, hit the wall head on. Whenever they got over there to him, I heard that uh, he's saying that he had a problem not feeling his legs, so they thought he might have a spinal injury, so they brought the jaws of life over there, and they actually cut the roll bars out of that car to slide him out, and they called that helicopter from Regional One, and they flew it up there and landed up there at the church, and they used him up there to it, but I heard uh, Tuesday or Wednesday he got to go home and doing pretty good now. Great, great. You know, that's David... That's David Walker's grandson. Yep. And uh, don't get me wrong, we had a little few pictures of the race uh, the week before where our boy in a limited sportsman car, Mitchell Henderson, you know, uh, he had a bad wreck up there and the car caught on fire. And uh, talking to a boy last night, one of the guys that helped pull Luke, his name's Luke Doggett, he was actually the one, when he got there, he said the boy was trying to scramble to get himself out of that car. And uh, he said after he got him out, he said, I picked he said, I actually tried to pick the car up, and uh, actually, uh, I forgot now, uh, Chris Jackson actually grabbed hold of the boy's helmet and pulled him out of that car and sent a picture last night. He barely got it. He got a big uh, burn on the backside of his uh, hind end. <laughs> Roll Tide, thanks for, thanks for calling in, buddy. We got to move on and, and get the rest of the show. That, that was some good Thank stuff. You. Thank you for calling. Thank you, guys. All right, Alan, what you got there? That was he did uh, impart some good information there that uh, about uh, a driver that was injured. That uh, I'm glad you gave uh, an update on that. They they gonna actually give a benefit over here at Travers Rescue Way for the guy that uh, got hurt over at Greenville Pickens here about four weeks ago. They had to airlift him to Augusta Burn Center over there, but uh, Mm -hmm. hadn't heard nothing. But I'm gonna give you some of our local results. We're gonna go back to Cherokee Speedway last Saturday night. On July 20th, Crate Lake Models went to Brian Mullis. Second place, Dale Timms. Third place, Leighton Sullivan. Limited Sportsman. Boy from uh, Carolina Speedway come down there, Brandon Dockery. He, uh, they say he kind of put on a good show over there in the Limited Sportsman race. Second place went to Bradley Weaver. Third place went to Wayne Curtis. Crate Sportsman, Colton Demsdale. That's Greg Demsdale's son. Everybody knows Greg Demsdale from where he used to race up at Harris a lot. Greg's got two boys coming up in this racing division, and they are following in the footsteps of their father and uh, starting to do a real good job here. Second place in Crate Sportsman went to Blake Pryor. Third place went to Nick Walker. Renegade, 
Another guest I'm going to have on here before long for you, Perry, is, since you heard this name a lot, Mitchell Duval. Yes, sir. Mitchell Duval was first in Renegade. Second place was Earl Petty. Third place was Shane McDaniel. Okay, Extreme Four, Scott Collinger, Brandon Spagler, and Brooks Kirby. Stock Fours, that was Extreme Four. Now we're going to Stock Four, went to Travis Mosley, Brayton Pruitt. I'll have Brayton on here before long if y'all want her on here. Bring her on. And another uh, another local name here, Jamie Madison. Uh, everybody knows Mr. Madison that used to work down there at Bud Moore's shop for a long time. His boys stepped out here, and he's racing a good bit now. Uh, Young Guns, Garrett Killiam. Uh, A.J. Baker, Barker, second. Third went to Curtis Bishop. Thunder Bomber, first place, Ricky Bogan. Second place, Jeff Cook. Third place was uh, Colton Dimsdale's brother, Preston Dimsdale. So uh, them two boys was, like I say, getting it together. I'd like to thank uh, Scott Childers and Tony Adair for putting on a good show over there at Cherokee Speedway every week and uh, getting that track, everything ready, and uh, fan appreciation. Them $5 nights, you know the crowd really loves that. Okay, we're going to move back over. Let's go back over to, uh, let me move up here to Carolina Speedway since uh, Carolina run last night. They had a rain out of the week, so they got to run their Schuyler Troll Memorial. They run the Seca Modifieds there. Chris Steele won second place. Jeremy Steele. So I guess him two brothers there. That's the way it looks like, Chris Stone was third. Thunder Bombers. A local boy we had on here one time before, Josh Hellams. Second place, Diane Lacey. Third place, Steve Green. Pro 4, Sparks Paris. Second place, Patrick Ana. Third, Austin Bredlove. Y'all hear me kind of struggling here just a little bit. My daughter, she come over here and made my notes up for me this morning. And <laughs> her writing's a whole lot better than mine, but if I write it, I can kind of halfway remember it. Well, we appreciate her help, I tell because you are a little busy. Yep, a little busy this morning. Hornets, we're going to Scott Collinger. Third, second place, Mark White. Third place, Brandon Spangler. Carolina Clash, Super Late Mall, Brett Helms, Trent Ivey, Jeff Smith. Everybody knows Jeff Smith. His daddy was the Freddie Smith that used to run dirt and travel this country all over. Kings Mountain. Yes, sir. Kings Mountain. Yep. Remember Freddie. Remember Freddie? Everybody was talking about. He was talking about Wally here a little while ago. Whenever we, we used to race over at Cherokee Speedway, and we used to have our uh, back in. It was called Sportsman, but now it's called Super Late Balls. But Daddy look up there. We could hear Freddie coming down from Kings Mountain. Daddy say, "Oh, boys, we're gonna have us a race tonight." <laughs> I remember Freddie running Daytona. Yep. And remember Mike Duval run down there. Yes, too. yes, he did. Seek a Thunder Sportsman. Blake Pryor, second place, Bubba Sutton, third place, Bill Knight. All right, let's move back over to last night. Last night was our first round of the Limited Sportsman Pro Series over at Traverse Rest Speedway. They paid $1,000 to win, and uh, we just got through talking to the winner of the Limited Sportsman over there, and... Uh, there ain't too much you can say about laying that schedule up, can you, Perry? No, uh, but I thought it was interesting when I asked him. I, I, 
I don't know if I asked him straight out or not what he was going to do tonight. And uh, he sort of went off on an agricultural tilt to it. And um, But you say it may have something to him not wanting to show his hand as far as where he's going. That's uh, just like uh, you see him yeah. playing like, like any other sport. There's strategy involved, too. There's strategy. Just in showing up. Yeah. And uh like to thank everybody. Well, where else. are you going? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I understand. Tragedy, tragedy, tragedy. But at Traveler's Rest Speedway last night, put on a real good show over there. Everything got done. We was out of there. Well, we went quite out of there at 1130, but all the racing was done at 1130. We actually, I had to kind of rebuild my left front to actually get my car up in the trailer. But uh, I'd like to thank everybody over there at Traveler's Rest Speedway last night. Every Eddie Ray and everybody doing a real good job on that racetrack and everything. Like I said, the limited sportsman winner was Wally Fowler, second place. Brian Carswell, third place, went to Ricky Green. Pure Stock, Showtime, Nathan Pierce, second place, Devin Morgan, third place, Will McGrew. Let's move on down here to the front wheel drive. Front wheel drive, first place, Travis Jameson, second place, Justin Harris. Third place, Danny Tolleson. Renegade. Renegade put on a real good show over there last night. Uh, boys got tangled up on the first lap, and have a couple of them had to go to the rear, and I had to come all the way to the front, stuff like that, and uh, was putting on a real good show. First place went to Michael Barbary. Second place went to Josh Burgess. Third place went to Benji Whiteside. Craig Sportsman. Uh I heard this on the intercom last night. They called him Timmy Catfish Smith. That's a good name. That's a good name. So I'm, I might get Timmy Smith on here one time here for long. You just line them up. All right. You got your own show coming up August the 10th again, you know. Uh-oh. <laughs> got to help my daughter move into college. So uh, 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 you... Uh, you got it. Whatever you want to do. I hope uh, I hope your daughter's on about the fifth or sixth floor down there when you have to move her in. My <laughs> daughter was on the third floor, and I done built bunk beds and everything else for them to go down there because the rooms wasn't that big. Right. And we got down there that morning, and they give you one shot at the elevator. <laughs> <laughs> and I looked at them, and I said, just forget it. I'm toting it up the stairs. Well, I remember when I helped my niece move into Clemson. You could use the elevator all you wanted to, but everybody was moving in at the same time. You didn't get to use the elevator much. Yep. Well, my daughter's moved off campus, so it's just her and four other girls in this house, and she's got one of the upstairs bedrooms. So it's unfortunately for you, it's not the sixth floor; it's the second. But uh, okay. with two heart attacks and two new knees, I'm I'm. Pretty much relegated to being a supervisor. All right. I'll make sure it gets put in the right place. Like I said last night in Creek Sportsman, Timmy Smith won second place. Dustin Taylor, third place. Rodney Lauder. Thunder Bomber Futures, first place went to Bailey Hip. Second place went to Michael Strange. Third place went to Tanner Fortune. Thunder Bomber. This Thunder Bomber series is of guys that's already won a race in this Thunder Bomber Futures. Uh, first place went to Tyler Grass. Second place went to Dwight Smith. Third place went to Timmy Smith. All right. What what exactly happened last night? Y'all you ran out of real estate. Well, uh, kind of. Well, Wally kind of kind of sticking up the show a little bit. Went down to the bottom of the racetrack and found out that the bottom of the racetrack was about 
three quarters of a second faster. He jumped out front. We were sitting there running second and uh, wasn't gaining up no ground on him. And uh, Danny decided, I think Danny decided he won. Danny won to, he'll search on that racetrack, see if he can find a little, little bit faster place to go. And he went to that high side, and high side wasn't quite what we thought it was going to be. And uh, third place got back around him. And uh, whenever they went back off down in there, Danny started working back on him on the lower side again. And all of a sudden, they come up on a lap car. And uh lap car kind of kind of got in the way just a little bit. But he's got the right to be on that racetrack. But it took my whole left front off for me. Mm. And, and I'm going to say that, you know, Alan's got these five or six sheets of, on his legal pad here filled up with notes that he and his daughter put together. But, you know... I, Alan should probably be out in his garage working on his race car for tonight. And for him to take time out to, you know, to come here and do this for us, you know, I just... We really appreciate it. We really do appreciate it. And uh, he nobody comes to this show more prepared than, than Alan does. And he's usually comes in and sits down and he's still writing and checking his phone. And, uh, Alan, you just do a great job here and on the racetrack. And um, just thank you so much for being a part of this show. Well, I've got it back down on four tires right now. I've replaced the spindle, top A-frame, ball joints and stuff. And uh, right now, all i got to do is take that hammer and beat out a little bit of sheet metal and put a little duct tape on it and put a couple of pot roots in it. And we're going to go back racing somewhere tonight. Somewhere. 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 (laughs) (laughs) And like I said tonight, we got Harris Speedway. Harris Speedway is going to be running limited sportsmen up there. Uh, Sit in the... Facebook page for them. They said if they got eight or more limited sportsman cars up there, uh, that they're going to pay $1,000 to win. And uh, whenever you start putting three zeros in them numbers, it makes Wally come out. It makes <laughs> us come out. It makes, uh, you know. Now, if they, they don't get the feel they want, what would be the payout? It'll be 800 okay. he'll, he'll put $200 more if he has eight or more cars up there. And uh, like I said, uh, when you got three or four tracks racing on the same night and you got Cherokee Speedway, Cherokee Speedway is going to be running limited sportsman too. And don't get me wrong, uh, sometimes you just got to pick and choose where you're going to go. And uh, we'll see here. Uh, I'll let my driver make up his mind and uh, see where we're going to go about 2 o'clock. Well, um, will they do the same thing at Cherokee if they don't have eight cars? Uh, no. Okay, that's just at Harris. That's just at Harris. Harris, uh, Harris is, uh, don't get me wrong, sometimes these racetracks get competing for other cars. And whenever you say, well, if I got eight more, if I got eight or more cars, I'm going to put 200 more dollars. So guess what we're going to do? If we get, uh, if I know that Wally's coming and I'm a coming and Brian Carswell's coming and Ricky Green's a coming and you got Josh Hoops up there that runs regular up there, you've got, uh, Three or four other guys that run regular up there, Brandle and uh, Miller, and next thing you know, you got eight cars there, and we're gonna pay a thousand dollars. Now, as a ex cop that I was for so many years, well, uh, as a cop, you know, we used to be on surveillances all the time. Did you ever think of putting somebody outside of Wally's garage and just see which way he heads? No, like I say, uh, the night we was up there for that October race. And both of us sitting over there looking at each other, warming up our tires, being the last one to go over there because <laughs> my tires might be five degrees warmer than his tires. 
that was the best night I've had in racing, and I don't know when. So you're not dodging anybody, and he's not either. No, That's don't, good. don't dodge. Don't but dodge. you're not going to announce it. No, you don't announce it, but you just don't dodge. Okay, that's good. That's <laughs> well put. That's well put, and I like it. I love it. So, uh, okay, let's take our last break. We'll come back and uh, wrap this thing up and talk about what's on TV and when to watch it and what uh, it looks like uh, Alan may have a few more items here. So we'll be back a few minutes. You're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. It's easy to jump on the internet and search for financial information. But what happens when you run into conflicting articles and need to separate fact from fiction? That is where Trent Lancaster can help. Trent is an investment professional at Janie Montgomery Scott, located in the Spartanburg office, who will take the time to answer all of your investment questions. He can help you develop a personalized financial planning strategy with the flexibility to adapt to your changing needs. Trent can also help you with estate planning, setting up trusts, income for retirement, and legacy planning for the next generation. Call Trent today for a complimentary portfolio review by calling 864-585-8282. That's 864-585-8282. Or visit TrentLancaster.com. Janie Montgomery Scott, LLC, member FINRA, NYSE, and SIPC. When John B. White Sr. opened the Beacon Drive-In in 1946, he probably couldn't have imagined email, the internet, or heck, even Morgan Square having a fountain. But I'll bet you Mr. White always envisioned the Beacon offering great food and tremendous service. And now, 70 years later, that tradition continues. You can't count on everything, but Spartanburg has always counted on the Beacon Drive-In for 70 years. That's decades of plenty. The Beacon, where the food is always good since 1946. Every now and then, we need to get away and relax. And there's no better way than spending time at the lake. Watery Lake RV Park and Marina in Liberty Hill, South Carolina, is the perfect place to decompress. At Watery Lake RV, enjoy full hookups, a bathhouse, bar and grill, and a boat ramp marina with ethanol-free gas. Hookups available on nightly, weekly, or monthly. Watery Lake RV Park and Marina in Liberty Hill, where families get away. Mention Fox Sports 1400 and get 5% off your stay up to three days. Call 803-273-3013. Delicious food at great prices. That's what you'll find at J&G Restaurant, located at 462 West Henry Street in Spartanburg. Be sure to try out the ever-popular Pig 4, where you can choose four breakfast items that include gravy biscuits, pancakes, home fries, and much more for only $7.25. They also serve a variety of breakfast sandwiches, including the pork chop and gravy biscuit. For lunch, try out their salmon and grits combo. J&G also serves mouth-watering burgers and hot dogs. That's J&G Restaurant, open Wednesday through Sunday. Call them at 864-308-1730. Up for style? Up for performance? Up for savings? Get up and go to Nissan of Greer for the Up for Anything sales event. On-road Nissans, off-road Nissans, hundreds of new 2019 Nissans are reduced to move. Drive a new Altima, just $179 a month. A new Rogue, just $199 a month. Get 0% financing or save up to $6,000 off on new Rogue Sports. Or get 0% financing or save up to $3,000 off on new Kicks. Now these incredible deals are worth repeating. So here they are again. Altima's one 79 Rogues 199 Rogue Sports 0% or $6,000 off and new kicks 0% financing or $3,000 off. Nissan Abreer has a huge selection of top quality used vehicles on sale too. And credit problems are not a problem. Low prices, big selection, and committed to quality customer service. Save big and Greer during the Up for Anything sales event. Hurry to Nissan Abreer today. 
see us online at nissanofgreer.com. Call 864-579-1197 for more details. Want to find out what's going on on Fox Sports 1400? Visit our website at SpartanburgSportsRadio.com. We have everything you need, including the all-important Listen Lively. Find it all at SpartanburgSportsRadio.com. And welcome back to Start Your Engines, Ronnie. We had a couple of phone calls there, but uh, yeah, what, what was that first one? Just got a, uh, another call from Roll Tide Terry, and, and he reminded us something we had forgotten about. And I knew it. The next two days, today and tomorrow, up in Chesney, up on the main drag up there, they're having a motorcycle ride-in. He said there are motorcycles all up and down the streets, any shape, form of two or three wheels that you can think of. And it's cool to see. It, it's going to be on the main drag at Chesney, just right up by there. And uh, that's on the way to Harris Speedway, uh, Alan. What, what do you think about that? Have they got a bypass in Chesney? <laughs> well, you can get around it somehow. They All got right. one, but I don't know if it goes around the whole... T- 221 does have an alternate route. Yeah. Uh, okay, if well... We, if y'all see the 25T going up Paris Bridge Road this afternoon, we'll go up Paris Bridge Road and I hit Highway 11 that way. Uh, we, you know we'll be going to Harris. <laughs> okay. Absolutely. But uh, like I said, Harris Speedway going to be racing tonight. Harris Speedway's got limited sportsmen on the schedule. They got young guns. They got pure stock. They got renegade stock eight crate sportsmen combined. They got the Sika Thunder Bomber. They got Thunder Bomber B. They got front wheel drive. They got B6 front wheel drive and got stock four. Gates open at Harris at four o'clock this afternoon. Drivers meeting is going to be at 630. $25 to get in the pits, $12 to get into the grandstands, and $10, I mean, children under 10 is free. Cherokee Speedway tonight. They're going to have the fuel limited late models over there. They're going to have the limited sportsman division over there. They're going to have Renegades, Crate Sportsman, Thunder Bomber, Stock 4, Extreme 4, Young Guns. Gates over Cherokee Speedway open up at 4.30 this afternoon. Uh, driver's meeting is going to be at 7 o'clock. $15 to get into the grandstands, $25 to get into the pits. I'd like to thank everybody over at Cherokee Speedway for doing a great job. Tony Adair, actually, Tony Adair, come over to Traveler's Rest Speedway and was flagman at Traveler's Rest Speedway because the Traveler's Rest Speedway flagman had a previous appointment he had to go to. So, Tony Adair, he went over there to Traveler's Rest Speedway and was flagman over there last night. Good. Yep, sure was. And uh, I guess I'll have to fill in for you in about three more weeks again. Well, we got next week I'll be here, and it'll be the one after that, August 10th. So uh, go ahead and plan your show. Heck, bring on on all those people. Not that I don't want to meet them, but, you know, make yourself comfortable. That's right, and bring them on. Because what I like about some of this dirt racing, they're always doing something to help somebody. You know, not only the fierce competition. But, but these motorcycle runs, like we, we, we're talking about, it's, it's always to help somebody that's been hurt or children or something. And on top of that, you see real men racing real race cars on dirt. That, there you go. So you you feel free to do what you want to do. I've got about, I don't know what, Ronnie, 10 or 8, eight or 10 minutes here to cover a lot of ground. So let me, uh, let me get started right now. I will do this. Uh, we talked about the cup race earlier. And... I uh, will just go to the point standings, which, uh, of course, this is, uh, they go by wins, and the wins are, um, Alan, you taking off? 
okay, he's got he's got work to do and good grief. Well, we were, he's, he's got a race car to get. He's ready. got a race car to get together, and we we just can't thank him enough. Okay, he, he's. If he calls in and says he can't make it some Saturday, I got no problem with it. He's oh, been, absolutely. He's been here every time. Okay. Uh, the 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 cup standings, uh, Kyle Busch is first with four wins. Truex is second with four wins. Of course, the, 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 the decider there are, are the overall points. Brad Keselowski third with three wins. Logano fourth with two. Hamlin fifth with two. Then you got Harvick, Bush, Chase Elliott, and Alex Bowman, all with one win. That's six through nine. And then after that, the non-winners in the next uh, six positions are Eric Almarola, Ryan Blaney, William Byron, Kyle Larson. Eric Jones slipped in from uh, not being in the top 16 last week. Ryan Newman and Clint Boyer, who was hanging on by a thread because he seems to hit something about every week. Jimmy Johnson was the odd man out. He had a bad race at uh, at Loudon, and he fell out of the top sixteen all the way down to seventeenth place. Well, you know what happened. You're not on. You know what happened. Well, I picked him last week. <laughs> yeah, and they took his backup car. I don't know if that had anything to do with it, but uh, anyway, so they will be at uh, next Sunday at the Gold Bowling at the Glen on um, NBCSN at three p.m. But Let's don't get away from where they'll be today. I mean, tomorrow, which is they're, they're qualifying at 4 o'clock this afternoon on uh, NBCSN. And we'll run the Gander RV 400. Uh, of course, that's at Pocono on NBCSN tomorrow at 3 p.m. So that's the, it for the Monster Energy guys. Xfinity is uh, in action tonight. And they will be, um, they last week, had the rock sore and I said, what is a rock sore? Did you see what a rock sore is? It, it, I did not. It looks like a Jeep, but it's not street legal. It looks exactly like a Jeep. Okay. Yep. But, you know, it's, it's like a real fancy one of these all-terrain vehicles. But you can't, and they, you know, that's part of the commercial. Well, it looks like a, it, I don't think they said the word Jeep, but they definitely, definitely it said familiar. It's, it's not street legal. So you ride around your farm yeah. in luxury. Well, last week I didn't get to watch the race because I was in the middle of the softball tournament over Tiger River Park. And I scored six ball games last Sunday. And you didn't have time to watch the race? I did not. Okay. Well, this would have been Xfinity race anyway, and that's what a rock soar was, uh, is. And it was the rock soar 200, and Christopher Bell won it. Cole Custer was second. And you could just about pencil these guys in different order in the top three or four every week. Justin Allgaier was third. Tyler Reddick, fourth. Paul Menard, making a rare Roger Penske ride in the Xfinity series, was fifth. Chase Briscoe, sixth. Ryan Truex, seventh. Ryan Sieg, eighth. Brandon Jones, ninth. And Noah Cragson, tenth. Jeremy Clemens came in 15th after starting 14th. He was the next to last car running on the lead lap. And his point situation did not improve very much. He is still 15th in the standings. He's got to get in the top 12 to make the chase. He is, <clears throat> excuse me, six points behind Brandon Brown, who is 14th. 40 points behind Gray Galding, who is 13th, and catching those guys might not be all that tough, but he's 153 points out of the, the money position, which is 12th place, and Brandon Jones, and he's just going to have to about, just about have to win a race to, uh, 
to make the playoffs. Yeah. And it's that simple. But the good news is, I think three of the next four races are on road courses. And he's good on road courses. This Watkins Glen next week. This isn't the exact order, but I know one of them is Road America, which is where he won a couple of years ago. So right. uh, Jeremy's got a shot. As long as I love, I love watching the NASCAR cars on the road race. Absolutely, I enjoy that more than the road race cars. Well, you know, it's uh, it's coming. It's coming next week for the Xfinity and the Cup cars. Let's move on here to the trucks. They run this afternoon. Oh, let me back up. Xfinity runs. Uh, at 5 o'clock today on NBCSN, they've already, uh, actually, they're qualifying at 12 o'clock. So that'll be right after we go off the air. Good luck to Jeremy there. And the trucks will be running. Um, they didn't run last week, so nothing has changed with the point standings. And they will be running the Gander RV 150 today on Fox uh, Sports one fs1 and that's at one o'clock so you got the trucks at pocono at one and the xfinity cars at pocono at five so uh got a lot of racing at pocono this afternoon we will uh, of course have the results of all that next week the fox um the main mothership is going to be carrying the truck race today so uh let me see if they're doing xfinity the xfinity is on nbcsn but the Fo fox will have the uh the truck so that's one o'clock and five o'clock for the races today. It's hard to keep all these sports channels straight, and I'm not complaining <laughs> because I remember all we had was Wide World of Sports, and you had to watch it between the curling and the rodeo and everything else. Right. All right. So the truck standings: uh, Grant Enfingers first, Stuart Friesen second, Brett Moffitt third, Matt Crafton fourth, and Harrison Burton is fifth. Let's move over to Indianapolis. The Indy cars. They had a real boring race. I swear, I tuned into that thing last Saturday, Ronnie, and it was about 8 o'clock when it came on, and it was raining sheets. I mean, you could see sheets of water. Dang. I've never seen it rain so hard, and I, and I said, well, there's no way they'll have this. <laughs> Wrong. They actually got started, I think, right around 12 o'clock, and I watched it, and it was uh, pretty boring. Joseph Newgarden got out front and stayed there. He led 245 of... Uh, of 300 laps, so that's that's pretty much domination. Scott Dixon was second. Of course, New Garden driving for Penske. Scott Dixon was second in Skip Ganassi's car. Third was James Hinchcliffe. Fourth, Simon Pagano. And then a real good sort of surprise finish for Ed Carpenter Racing was Spencer Piggott. Alexander Rossi was sixth. Zach Veach, seventh. Graham Rahal, eighth. Tony Kanan, uh, Sebastian Bourdais with ninth, and Tony Kanan had a good finish for A.J. Foyt's car in 10th. The um, points there shake out. Newgarten is first Alexa with a 29-point lead over Alexander Rossi. Pagino, the Indy 500 winner, is third. Scott Dixon, fourth. And Will Power, fifth. Takumo Sato is sixth. Uh, moving on over to, um, oh, and they race tomorrow. Let me find it here. So you'll be able to go back-to-back -back with the Indy cars and NASCAR. Uh, the Indy cars will be running on NBC at 4 o'clock tomorrow afternoon. So just about the time that uh, Pocono is over, you uh, should be able to tune in to get the Indy cars. And they are in Lexington, Ohio, on the road course for the Honda Indy 200. That's at, um, that's at 4 o'clock. So one more quick one here. Uh, the World 
Sports Car Championship Series is not running this weekend. They will be on hand next weekend at Elkhart Lake. That's Road America. That's uh, August the 4th. So uh, that's uh, Alan Hill's brother and, and his... Uh, Oh, and Formula One, let me get that real quick. Almost missed Formula One. Uh, they're running the German Grand Prix tomorrow where it's in the hundreds, and that's the temperature, not the speed. That's amazing. That is hot, and they will uh, be racing at 9 o'clock tomorrow morning on ESPN. Do those cars, you think, have something to help with the heat like the uh, NASCAR cars do? Not on the track. I mean, they're open cockpit, and that's about all you got. But, you know, they... Uh, they sit there when they're on the grid with those little portable air conditioners on them. But once they once they get going there, they're on their own. So uh, it's been a good show. It's been a packed show. We really appreciate Wally Fowler coming on and Tim Leeming in our first hour legend spot. And uh, looks like good weather. Go to a track. Maybe you'll go to the one that Wally and uh, Alan go to. But otherwise... Thank you for listening to Start Your Engine. We'll be back next week to cover everything. And remember to keep it between the fences. You've been listening to Start Your Engines. Tune in each Saturday morning at 10 during the season for the very latest in auto racing news, interviews, and guests from around the sport. To find out more or order Perry Allen Woods books on motorsports, visit McFarlandBooks.com. Start Your Engines has been a presentation of Fox Sports Spartanburg, LLC. All rights reserved. We are your home for the herd with Colin Cowherd weekdays at noon is Fox Sports 1400. WSBG Spartanburg. Now on FM at 98.3.